for me because um, I am only giving myself a few minutes uh, because we have some testimonies that we're going to be hearing today. And so I'm going to be revisiting this topic because I think blessings and talking about how God blesses us is so important. And initially, when I was thinking about this, uh, this topic, it really wasn't going to fit in with our big bad or my big bad habits series. It was something to shift gears as we're looking at our town hall meeting and our society meeting. And I really want people to be focusing on the hope and the joy and the blessings that God gives us as we're looking at what are we going to do for 2021 and how can we celebrate last year, even though we had so many trials and tribulations. And so I asked several of you if you would share some testimonies on how you were blessed last year, because I think for many people, they don't think of many blessings that came out of 2020. And I was so excited that you guys said, several of you, three of you said, you guys would do this for us today. And I know that um, we have talked about over the last couple of days, the different blessings that you guys have gone through. And then God being God and his sense of humor, he showed me that his ways are not our ways. And his thoughts are not our thoughts. And he said, you know, Andrew, here's the thing. This sermon that you're doing and this topic, it fits perfectly with the big bad or my big bad habit series because you all have this issue. So we as people, as believers, we have this big bad habit of forgetting how God blesses us or we don't think about the different ways that God blesses us. And that's because most of us, we miss God's blessings or we don't recognize them because we have become so accustomed to blessings looking a certain way. Typically, we think of blessings being material or financial or blessings being something that immediately improves our stressful or challenging situation. And so we need to be very careful that we don't forget that God blesses us in so many ways, and sometimes those can be challenges. James 1, verses 16 through 17, the NIV, it says this, Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. So we need to be careful that we don't deceive ourselves, that we don't forget that every good and perfect gift, it comes from God. And sometimes those perfect gifts, they might not look perfect to us, but that doesn't mean that they aren't perfectly incredible gifts from God, that they aren't incredible blessings. And the reality of this is that more times than not, God's blessings are not material or financial. They might not even take pain and suffering away. They're spiritual blessings. Ephesians 1, verses 3 through 4 in the NSAB, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we would be holy and blameless before him. So we have every spiritual blessing from Jesus Christ. And that second verse there, verse four, it highlights the greatest gift of them all. And that is that we have salvation through him. That is an incredible gift. That is the incredible blessing. Listen to what James says in verses one through 12 in the NSAB. It says, blessed is a man 
who perseveres under trial. Blessed is a man who perseveres under trial. For once he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. So persevering under trial, it's a blessing. And we talked about last week being impatient, and we talked about that being a spiritual gift. It's a blessing when God helps us to not be impatient. It is a blessing when God helps us to persevere through all trials, anything that we go through that's a challenge in our life. Jeremiah 17, verses 7 through 8 in the NASB, it says, Blessed, again, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. For he will be like a tree planted by the water that extends its roots by a stream and does not fear when the heat comes, but its leaves will be green and it will not be anxious in a year of drought nor cease to yield fruit. So we see here that it is a blessing to be able to trust God. And it is a blessing when our trust is God. That's not material stuff. That's not even a physical thing. It's trust. It's the ability to trust God no matter what for him to take care of us, for him to see us through his way, not necessarily our way. And again, that ultimate blessing has already taken place. It is the reality that we, if we believe in Jesus 100% with our minds and our hearts, if we're trusting in him, that we experience salvation through him and the forgiveness of our sins. And if we remember that, which is so important, we'll realize that we are blessed daily, no matter what else happens in our lives. If we understand that we have salvation, we have eternal life if we believe in Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and we are blessed each and every day. I want to end my portion here. And again, we will be talking about this down the road. But I want to share with you Jesus's word that gives an incredible description of who he says is blessed. And this comes in the, uh, the introduction of the Sermon on the Mount. I mean, reading Matthew 5, verses 3 through 12 in the NASB. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when you blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is in heaven. For in for your reward in heaven is great, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets 
For in this same way, excuse me, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Can you imagine being there and listening to Jesus preaching and him telling these people who are suffering, these people who are needing a savior, that they will be blessed by going through the challenges that they are going through. I hope that this is a reminder to all of us that despite the challenges that we went through last year, despite the challenges that we still have and we're dealing with today, we are a blessed people. God blesses us each and every day. And it's so important that we remember that because it's that understanding that will give us hope for this year and all the years to come. That despite any challenges that we face, if we're believing and trusting and persevering through Jesus, we can have the faith and hope that God can do amazing things in us and through us. I'm going to pray for us, and then I'm going to transition um, to our three speakers today. We have Darren, who's going to speak first, and then we have Rhea, and then Marge. Lord Jesus, I thank you. Lord, thank you for blessing us. Lord, thank you for salvation, for your sacrifice on the cross. Thank you for forgiveness of sins. Lord, I pray that you'd help us to understand that we are a blessed people, Lord, because of what you've done for us. We are blessed when we go through trials and tribulations of all kinds, Lord. If we will just understand, Lord, that you have the perfect plan for us. I pray, Lord, that you would convict us through your Holy Spirit, Lord, to see blessings in a whole different way. I pray for the hope, the joy, the trust that we can have in you and through you for this year, for ourselves, for our churches, for our families. Lord, we love you. We serve you. Lord, thank you for your blessings. We pray this in your name. Amen. I'm going to hand it off to Darren now, so if we can uh, either get him highlighted or whatever we need to do. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, Pastor Andrew. So, um, everybody, my name is Darren. I'm sure you all know me. Um, but I want to I want to talk about um, blessings coming through hardship, right? So. Um, there's a lot more to this testimony could have gone 10 minutes, but you know, five minutes is all we got. So, um, but my, my testimony sort of started, um, and my 2020 sort of started, um, a little early, right? Um, as many of you probably know, my grandfather passed away, um, late December, uh, 2020, like on the 30th of, uh, I'm sorry, 2019. Um, and that was devastating just because, you know, it's losing my grandfather. I'm being 3000 miles away. You know, um, I was able to be home um, before he passed. So, um, so that was that was um, you know a blessing, I think, in in a very sort of um, interesting way. But uh, then 2020 happened. Went through sort of the same, um, you know, things, feelings about you know anxiety and being lost and not really knowing what to do, considering we're it's COVID time, right? And um, I would you know go home as frequently as I could, but you know obviously limited at that point. And uh, then my grandmother got sick and uh, I was able to see her the week before, um, sorry, two weeks before she passed. And I came back and I was thinking in my head the whole time, man, you know, I, I think I just want to buy a house in Miami. I want to, you know, start trying to make sure I'm doing everything I need to do to get back home. Um, and then she ends up in the hospital and I end up on a plane probably that, you know, that following week. And I land and she passed away within the hour of me landing. 
And, you know, it was, there's just a lot of funny things or crazy things about it, but primarily it was the fact that um, she passed on the day that my grandfather went into the hospital the year before. And, um, you know, after that, I was, I had that same pressure at that point to say, all right, well, now I definitely need to buy a house and you make sure my family's okay. Um, I need to, you know, do things to sort of make sure that everyone is all right. And I took that on myself. And, you know, during that time, um, you know, I was, I was worried about my mom. I was worried about, you know, all these other different things. And I ended up while I was down there looking at um, a job posting for this hospital in Miami, um, doing the exact sort of same job I'm doing here in California. And, you know, in my head, I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is exactly what God wants. Right. So let me apply for the job. Um, at that point, I'd probably been here for about a year and a half or so, or not even maybe a little bit less than that. But nonetheless, um, I applied for this job and um, but I didn't get like that excited feeling um, about this particular job. And I, I still sort of went forward with it because I was like, this needs to happen. This is the plan that I have. And, um, and I went through the interview and it was what it was, but I very quickly realized that that wasn't, you know, for my career, that wasn't the move. Um, and in that time, sort of planning that or getting ready for that interview, um, my mom says to me, I'm going to go to Texas. I'm going to be there for a little while just to be with your aunt. And that in conjunction with my grandparents passing, um, sort of put all of this into oh, my, my plans of like buying a home, doing all these things, put it into a blender because at that point I didn't, I didn't need to do all that. I didn't need to rescue my family or feel that pressure of rescuing my family. Um, and it, and it's really tough to say just because I lost my grandparents that were so prominent in my life. Um, you know, that that's the reason I am in the place and position I'm in now, which is I'm, I'm at peace. And it took, so long the almost two years of me being here to finally be in a place where I'm at peace um, about being that far from my family and um, and now it's it's really about you know what's next for me and and during this time of sort of being at peace I've been able to participate you know with things at church and just meeting people here even though we're not supposed to meet people but it happens um, you know and just and just getting to to really enjoy what it is to be in California and, you know, being able to then explore what my purpose is and what God's purpose is for me. And I don't know that um, that would have happened if my grandparents were still alive and um, or if my mom was still in um, Miami, you know, and I felt like a need to do something for her at that point. So, you know, I have hope in, in what the Lord is doing for me. And, you know, I ask that you guys have hope as well, because, you know, yeah, you can definitely look at it and say, man, you know, he lost two really big people in his life. Um, and I'm sure you all have dealt with loss or anxiety, fear, you know, of, of the unknown, all these sorts of different things during 2020. Um, but I was able to, to get to a place where I'm at peace finally. So I just say that for you all have hope that um, it does get better. And sometimes it sucks for a little while before it gets better. But that's just God's way of, of getting our attention and refocusing us on him. And um, from there, um, the sky's the limit. So that's that's my testimony. No, thanks, Darren, for sharing that. I think, yeah, it, it, you know, I've, I've got to walk alongside Darren, you know, uh, really since he's been here, which has been incredible. And that is a huge blessing. And, and I think others have similar stories of how, 
two of the most significant people in his life that through their passing, there was a blessing of God solidifying, this is where you need to be. You know, this is where I have you. And, and it is hard to say that, but, you know, that that is an incredible blessing to see it that way, you know, and to see the peace that you've had over the last several months. It's been incredible. So, yeah, thank you for sharing, Darren. And just hope, you know, all of us can have that encouragement that we may not understand what God's doing. It's with that song, you know, blessings that, that Joanne sang earlier, you know, sometimes through tears, through raindrops, that's where our blessings come. And that song just, it resonates, you know, as I think about you, Darren. So thank you so much for sharing. Um, next we have Rhea. So Rhea, if we can get you highlighted, if you wouldn't mind sharing for us as well. Well, good morning, everybody. And I'm so blessed by this message and the verses too. And um, your story, your testimony really encouraged me, Darren. <laughs> Um, so when Pastor Andrew approached us, I, I felt my immediate reaction was, oh, I'm sure other people have so much more to say. <laughs> but I also felt I've been so blessed. It was hard to think about how, where I would focus and what the Lord wanted me to share. So I prayed about it and I felt like the Lord said that the theme of the blessings in this past year for me have been to be courageous and to persevere and to find my strength in God. And it is very similar to what Pastor Andrew shared and what Darren has shared. So this is a God message to us all. But I felt like this verse really anchored me in the past year and has been my great spiritual blessing in the past year. And it's Hebrews 10:39, and I'm reading from NIV, the NIV version. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who believe and are saved. And I really felt the call from the Lord. And this call is a blessing um, because I felt the call to not shrink back and not be afraid by so many of the trials that were affecting not just myself and my family, but um, the nation and the world. And um, I felt like God was telling me to persevere in my faith and not just to persevere, but to actually take hold of it and go forward with it in some way. So, um, and some of the ways that I felt I had to, um, I felt this urge to persevere was to believe that God would see us through the COVID-19 situation. I had so many people around me that were terribly um, afraid and terribly alone and it hurt me that people were dying alone. And I remember praying about that. Um, uh, I work in an industry that also suffered some loss in the year. And I had to persevere through pay losses over seven months. And it, it, was, it was a hit, you know? But that even God completely turned around in my life. And it turned out to be, um, he provided for me financially in ways that I completely didn't expect um, in the latter part of the year. But I also felt God was telling me to persevere through health challenges. It seemed like I had one challenge after another. And, you know, when you're alone in COVID, it makes it even scarier if you're, you know, a widow or someone with no family um, immediately nearby, it, it can be scary or living with you. Um, so I could understand um, Darren's 
concerns over his family, you know, his mom um, maybe being alone. Um, I feel thankful that we have this great church who prays together and loves each other through the difficulties. And I do have siblings in the area and um, we have tried to see each other when it's safe. So thank God for that. Um, and also I, I had to be courageous during my daughter's, um, you know, my daughter Lonnie is, um, has been joined, has joined our church and loves being here. But I, um, uh, I love my daughter and my grandchildren and my daughter had a very difficult pregnancy and a post-pregnancy. And um, through prayer, God had given me a vision of how hard it would be. But I thank God that even through that, you know, I just anchored myself in the Lord. And I was so grateful for everyone in church praying and considering the needs of my daughter. Um, and then I also had to persevere and travel during the COVID-19 situation and not be afraid. I felt like God said it was important to be there for my daughter and that it was okay to fly there and to be courageous that my God would protect me and protect her family when I got there. And he did. And I'm so grateful. And I saw that God did that for others in our church. So I praise God for that. Um, I know Darren had to travel and Andrew and I know David's had to travel and others in the church have traveled to care for family um, who are in need. Um, and I felt that I also had to persevere through many heartaches in my own family. We have had some very painful losses and I just felt like God encouraged me to be courageous and pray even around those who had persecuted me for being a Christian felt like God was saying, let your love be more important than what people think of you or say of you, like Jeremiah 17 and Matthew that, you know, Pastor Andrew just shared that it's so much more important to be a blessing and persevere, be courageous, find my strength in God, be the city on the hill, you know, be the salt in this world, bring something different, be the light in the darkness. And so that has been just all the series of blessings from feeling God encouraging me to have the right attitude and um, to remember the blessing of not shrinking back and not feeling destroyed, but to believe in my mighty God, my victorious God, and to feel saved in his arms of love and provision and mercy. And so I just encourage you, brothers and sisters, that um, he's so worthy. And, you know, I can actually say that I got through the year often feeling the love and presence of God, that his kindness, um, his kindness was always there. And so I encourage you and uh, please know you are loved and precious to my family and I. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rhea. You know, one of the transition I'm going to have Pastor Emily close us out in prayer, and then we're going to go to our town hall. We have about uh, 15 minutes left, which will be plenty of time. So, um, Pastor Emily, if you don't mind closing us out, and we will shift gears. Okay, let's pray. Uh, Father God, we thank you so much for the blessings that you give us. I thank you for carrying all of us through 2020, bringing us into 2021, God being with us in every situation, every moment. I pray that today through hearing these testimonies, that all of us would be reminded 
of the ways that you bless us and the ways that you you teach us and you you guide us and you move in our lives. I pray that we would be looking um, for your work in our lives, God, even when the circumstances around us are discouraging um, or, or feel hopeless. God, help us to remember that you're faithful. God, we do praise you for your faithfulness and thank you for your blessings. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If any of you need to step